This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, it is uh, Friday, 28 uh, April, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Um, do, I have to, do I have the Tucker DeSantis piece? If that's ready, can we pop it? If not, I'll go to uh, B. Let's go, let's go and watch Tucker and DeSantis on uh, Ukraine, I think. And then maybe the most newsworthy response that we received was from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis has well-known views on many topics, of course, but until tonight, no one could really say with precision where he stood on the war in Ukraine, which is arguably the most important topic in the world. And now we know. DeSantis is adamantly opposed to the position that most Republicans in Washington have taken on Ukraine. DeSantis is not a neocon. Who knew? Quote, while the U.S. has many vital national interests, DeSantis writes, securing our borders, addressing the crisis of readiness within our military, achieving energy security and independence, and checking the economic, cultural, and military power of the Chinese Communist Party, becoming further entangled in a territorial dispute between Ukraine and Russia is not one of them. Without question, he writes, peace should be the objective. The U.S. should not provide assistance that could require the deployment of American troops or enable Ukraine to engage in offensive operations beyond its borders. F-16s and long-range missiles should therefore be off the table. Okay, okay. These moves would be explicit. Ripped from the war room and from the pages of Revolver News was Ron DeSantis' response, CCP. We're going to go to Burkwam and Aguero in a minute about the invasion of the southern border. We got Cortez up. I mean, these are the issues we pound. That was, on the written thing, that was a perfect answer, was it not, Darren Beatty? It was perfect. It was a little bit too political, a little bit too kind of um, contrived, but the substance was okay. The substance was more or less what the people want to hear, certainly what Tucker wanted to hear. And then what the MAGA movement wanted to hear also. What the MAGA movement wanted to hear, and then uh, Desantis kind of flipped. He got a lot of kind of flipped. Not kind of flipped. Yeah, I'm being being too charitable. He 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 completely capitulated uh, because he got he started getting attacked. Something that never happened. The establishment loves him. The second he steps slightly outside of the playpen on foreign policy, he gets all this attack, and he completely capitulates. And that was an example. Hold it, but here's why he panicked. Yeah. The attack was oh, he's unpresidential. Remember right. that? Right. He's not presidential. He's got all these wild theories. This is not presidential. Right. The presidential neocon candidate is going to step up and go like Nikki Haley in her right. open. No. We have, we're fighting for freedom. We're right. fighting for democracy. It's right. all this mindless, no, happy yeah. talk that's gotten us into you know seven, you know five uh, non-victory yeah. wars the, in a row. The only thing these guys would call presidential 
is Nikki Haley standing there with a stern face in a power suit announcing simultaneous wars with Iran, Russia, Venezuela, and China. That's the only thing that these Make hacks in, in the mainstream would call presidential. In fact, the only time they called Trump presidential when was when he was, you know, he launched a, 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 some missiles. Like, they're the... the attachment that the regime has to the sort of the war interest, the yeah. military industrial complex is extreme. DeSantis stepped a little bit outside no. of that for, you know, just for to save face with Tucker into the America First movement. He quickly capitulated. And as Barris pointed out, that was, you know, it was great to be on with Barris. I think a very, very intelligent guy. I always love hearing what he has to say. And he was so right about that. There were a couple missteps that really reminded us or just let us know in the first place that DeSantis does not have well-honed and mature political instincts. And we saw that, and that's why the polls are cratering, because just in quick succession, you had this um, maladroit handling of the Ukraine issue, which only ended up, again, it ended up irritating both Tucker and the establishment. That's just not, forget about the substance for a moment, that's just not good political maneuvering. He irritated both Tucker and the establishment there. Then the Trump indictment came, and again, he, he screwed that up big league. And, you know, just one thing after another that reminds us, look, he's not getting endorsements in Florida, which a lot of people view as the fact that he's not calling people up, he's not maintaining relationships. That's the kind of stuff that politicians have to do, and he's not doing that. And so we're reminded here of the importance of political instincts and that um, for all of his competent governance, which you know we continue to praise him for, uh, DeSantis has not exhibited the kind of political instincts you need to play at the big stage. He simply hasn't. And that, I think, accounts for um, the uh, rather unimpressive poll numbers down in you know sub-20s, 16. I'm going to get to some things that he is funny for. I'm going to get Michael Seifert on here in a second, talk about giving money to people that hate you. And I think in there, Governor Santos, I think he's doing a terrific job, and I know a lot of he's taking a lot of incoming on that. But I'd much rather have him focus on that and get some wins yeah. that are important to us than be wandering around Japan right now on what looks like, no offense, a governor's little trade mission to get a couple of factories to move to Florida. Doesn't look, doesn't put you on the world stage of uh, it looking like a leader in what we need right now. And that's one of the reasons this is all the bad advice that he's getting is coming from his big donors, the Ken Griffins of the world, and the consultants that are going to make 25 or $30 million. And that's why they're still pushing. There's supposed to be a bunch of donor meetings, dinners coming up over the next two weeks, and there's going to be an announcement of an exploratory committee in, uh, in mid-May at 16%. I mean, I'm not feeling it. And all the, they're all starting to line up now, these big spreads. And Barris just told you, when you look at these state uh, uh, polls, the people, oh, he's, he's close in some states, that's all coming out from former Romney guys, and they won't give up the crosstabs. So we've got to drill down on that. Let me go, before I get Cortez, because I want to kill a couple of birds with a, a stone with Cortez, I want to go back to the border. Ben Burkwam, I'm going to go first to you on the Mexico side and then in the camps, and then I'm going to go to Anthony Aguero, Ben Burkham, Real America's Voice, lead investigative reporter on all things on the border. Brother, uh, we had Congressman Biggs said yesterday that uh, DHS and, and, and Customs and Borders officials are telling executives and counties on the border in Arizona that be prepared. There's 700,000 to 1 million 
uh, asylum seekers, illegal aliens on the Mexico side from, from all the way from Tijuana down to uh, Reynosa uh, and everywhere in between. And then when Title 42 comes off, this is going to be a land. This is going to be a mad rush to the border because the uh, and the Biden regime is 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 not ready for this. Your thoughts? Absolutely, 100%. And Steve, I'm actually walking through the camp right now, and I, I'm linked up with these guys over here. They're a, a, a group that's trying to provide help for some of the people that are down here. What was your name again? I'm going to bring this guy in real quick, Steve. Uh, Adrian. Hi, buddy. And you're originally from? Romania. Romania. This is an absolute disaster, but uh, you were talking about it, Adrian, and I don't, uh, Steve, talk to us about the, the, all the people here fleeing socialism, fleeing communism, and what America is doing inviting it in. The, we can't blame the people. We have to understand that everybody wants to survive, everyone wants to do something. The problem that we're having is that society, the way the system is set up, it's not set up for them to, to come in and to uh, get a better life. And they're, they're really walking into a, a system, a broken system where the people are pushed into it, not even knowing what they're doing, where they're going, what they're going to do. And because the, the, the system is benefiting from them, they're never going to fix it. Yeah. They're never going to fix it. They're, they're coming from, from, from communist country, from socialist country, where everything that they own belongs to the government. Everything that they work is taxed. You're paying, and even I've, I have relatives back in Europe, in Austria and Germany, uh, 48% of their, their income is taxed. You know? And you so you don't blame the people that are coming. No. Uh, what do you think about Joe Biden and the Democrats saying that, that, that they're trying to fix it based on what you see? How many times has Joe Biden actually come just to look at this, just to see, to have an idea what he's dealing with? He's, he's listening to the people that are obviously lying to him. How many times did Kamala Harris come out here or even AOC or, or the squad? None of them come over here. They sit in their offices, pampered jobs, uh, protected that they don't have to pay any taxes. So we pay all the taxes, carry all the burden. But not only that, you cannot have a closed heart when you come over here and you see the situation. Yeah. You see the young kids, you see the families that they're trying. And when they come across the border, what's waiting for them? Yeah. And then, Steve, we talk about this all the time. We don't blame the people that are doing it. It's the people in Washington, D.C. And as you mentioned, a million people lining up. It's only going to get worse. This is a, a balloon that's about ready to pop. And it's all by design. Yes. Uh, ben, I need you and Anthony to hang on right there. I got uh, Congressman uh, Andrew Clyde. I want to get to Congressman. Uh, let's play the call because Title 42 is related to the whole pandemic. It's related to all the issues we had. Uh, and Congressman Clyde and others are going all in on CDC. They're going all in on Anthony Fauci. They're going all in the lies we've been told about this entire thing. It's all coming together now. And I'm telling you, next week when they lift that, and uh, and uh, you're going to have 700,000 to 1 million surge across this border. People are going to wake up. Uh, so let's go ahead and play and bring in uh, Congressman Clyde. You said when I asked you, was there gain-of-function research done at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which received American taxpayer dollars, you said no. To get C Correct. Do you stand by that statement? Yes, sir. Okay. Then why in this letter, uh, October 20th, 2021, that you said Echo Health Alliance was testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to human ACE2 receptors in a mouse model. And here's a article that says NIH admits US fun funded gain of function in Wuhan despite Fauci's denials. And at a Senate hearing where Dr. Fauci said the NIH has not ever and now does not uh, 
does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That was under oath and under testimony on October the 20th. The NIH principal deputy director in writing directly contradicted it. That would be you. So you're telling me that what you're saying in this letter is not gain-of-function research? Sir, it's not. Gain-of-function research, as everybody is concerned about, is with EPPPs, the viruses that let, NIH... Let me have that. Congressman Clyde, look, look, we're now finding out that they're, they're Fauci-financed. Victoria Newlands tells us there's Fauci-financed bio-weapon research facilities in the Ukraine, and now we're finding out they're in the Sudan. We've got this situation on the southern border because of the pandemic. Title 42 is going to come off. We're going to have an explosion across our southern border. Government officials have just sit there and lie to the American people every day. And I understand you and your colleagues have had a belly full of it, but, but please tell us how we're going to stop the madness of, of what the administrative state, the deep state, has just decided they're going to do and they're going to keep doing it, sir. Well, thank you, Steve, for having me on. Uh, you're right. We have to stop the madness here because we're seeing, like you said, 700 plus thousand people lined up to come across our border. We don't know what they're carrying with them. And our CDC and our NIH are not telling us the truth. So we need to deal with them. Those people need to be held accountable for the statements they've said in the past that have not been true. And they're, they're doubling down on those particular statements when we know they're just lies. And so I've written a letter, I've sent it to our uh, select committee on the coronavirus pandemic uh, to ask them to bring these people back and hold them accountable for their statements. Because when you work for the government and you testify before Congress, you are under oath, you are required to tell the truth. I mean, the, the damage that has happened to the American people, to our country, because of their statements and their recommendations has been enormous. And they're trying to rewrite history here and write themselves out of being responsible for it. So we're going to have to take them to take them to task. I think it's got to be the you know whether we fire them, we cut their budgets, whatever. We've got to take them to task. Okay, Congressman Clyde, we just want you to hold for a second. We'll hold you through the break and realize we're got a little jam up here, but we've got a lot to get to. One of the things, and Darren, after Congressman Clyde, I want you and Cortez to talk about this. Also, here's the problem I got. The New York Times comes out with a puff piece uh, interview with Fauci, and we have Natalie on here breaking down Jeffrey, Dr. Jeffrey Tucker Brownstone, and he's such a monster. The lies are so enormous, and the paper of record in our nation are publishing that, and now you're going to see you're going to be a Praetorian Guard for him. They come before Congress, and the lies and misrepresentations. We had Navarro in the seat yesterday that was with Fauci every day on, at the National Security Council. And Fauci never brought up in those early days of the pandemic that they had any real relationship with Wuhan and had been working on gain of function. My point is these people are monsters. And so the question for Congressman Clyde is they've lied so much. What are we now prepared to do? Because I think people are to the point of frustration that they're brazen and they don't think they're going to be held accountable. We've got Congressman Clyde from Georgia, Steve Cortez. We've got folks at the border. Beatty's here. I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days, but to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back, and that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. 
Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders, the heroes. Now, Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Take action today. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for. Back the only Christian conservative wireless provider, Patriot Mobile. Take action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. By the way, I'm going to get Cortez in here. Tomorrow I got Philip Patrick and um, and um, um, Dave Walsh. We're going to talk about the BRICS, the global economy, all of them. I'm going to ask Cortez too. Go to uh, birchgold.com slash Bannon. The third installment of the end of the dollar empire. Remember, you guys are on the inside because we started doing this over a year, year and a half ago. Third installment, the debt trap. It talks about... The whole debt ceiling in the debate we're going on, it's ripped from today's headlines. It'll immerse you in to make you a more informed member of the creditors committee because, remember, you are the chair of the creditors committee. And I think Speaker McCarthy and Politico last night pulled the headline that said the White House was stunned by what the Republicans had done. They took out the words stunned. We're stunned because the White House got on them. They're on their back foot. Remember, we're the hardliners. We're the dead enders. We're the don't give them a penny. But... We're going to get into all that because the White House is going to try to play hardball on this. It's going to be quite intense, and you are critical. You need to go to birchgold.com slash band to get all information. Remember, also tomorrow we're going to analyze why we've had central banks throughout the world buying gold with both hands. We're going to get to all that. Okay. Uh, Congressman Clyde, just tell our audience. you got a couple of minutes. Just tell us. People's heads are blowing up. They've kind of, quite frankly, had a belly foot to, to see decent individuals like yourselves. And people go, hey, the problem of the Republican Party, we got these decent guys like Clyde, who is a small business guy, put under tremendous pressure, decided to get into public life after their career as a naval officer. And the problem is the Democrats in the administrative state will just look Congressman Clyde of Georgia in the eye, and they will lie to you, sir. You're absolutely right, Steve. They have no respect for us, but they're going to have respect for us because the greatest power of Congress is the power of the purse. And we have to exercise that power and, and defund these agencies, of the parts of the agencies that have that are out of control. Then they will listen to us. And I'm glad I'm on the Appropriations Committee because that's a pro- that is the committee that actually writes the check right there, exactly how much they're going to get. So I've had, a, like you said, a belly full of what these people have said. I, I can't stand when they lie to con- us. Con- con- Congressman Clyde, Congressman Clyde, yesterday on, on and we played Joe Keenan on, on, on uh, CNBC, and I'll get to Cortez about it. He knows him well. The most conservative guy besides Rick Santelli. And he's quoting with, with McCarthy saying, what Clyde represents is what this guy, th- this is extreme MAGA. This is ultra MAGA extremists because they want to take down CDC. They want to defund the FBI. They want to use the appropriations process 
as a discipline tool for these out-of-control agencies, but they position that, that you're a MAGA extremist. Your response, sir? Uh, I, I think that uh, I would call myself fiscally responsible because that's what we're doing. If MAGA extremism is being fiscally responsible and vice versa, then you bet I'm there. Uh, because that's what the country has to have. Our debt is going to be the death of us eventually, and we have got to turn this uh, this thing around and, and reduce the spending, which is causing 40-year high inflation. So that's the point right there. That's one of the reasons why I'm where I am, and that is to control the spending of the federal government and reduce these agencies that will not that that don't believe that they're accountable to Congress, but they are because Congress represents the American people. Last question. Are the moderates in this conference now waking up to the fact of what we're really up against, sir? I think they are. Uh, the moderates are with us. You know, the, the, the debt ceiling increase that we did yesterday, along with the substantial cuts, the first year cuts that were put in place, all those are good things. And we are a unified Republican conference now. The president needs to take this debt ceiling and sign it because that's the only plan that's in D.C. right now. And it is the plan that will will push our country back to fiscal responsibility. Congressman Clyde, how do people get to you on social media and your website to find out more about your fight? Uh, you can go to Clyde.house.gov and sign up for our newsletter there, or you can go to Rep Clyde on Twitter, you can go on Getter, and you can go uh, on Facebook as well. So it's, a, uh, it's great to serve the folks of the 9th District. Commander Clyde, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, brother. Thank you, Steve. Honored to be on your show. When Trump says the administration, when Trump says, hey, I hear Bannon and these guys, CCP, and yes, I fought them and I'll be there, but really the biggest enemy we have is the administrative state, the deep state. Yeah. Th- this is what Clyde, and here's the question. Are, it, it, are the people, we send the decent, hardworking, good people to Congress, right? And you see what they're up against. We're, we're not kind of playing the same game. Right. The Democrats are a lot of your face, and it's all smash mouth, like the DNC, no, no debate. They, they play, they're playing, just like we're in the get-out-the-vote business, they're in the ballot harvest business. Right. They're in the one-party, choke-it-all-down, total absolute control, and, the, and their model is the CCP and the authoritarian merger of state capitalism with, with power. Mm-hmm. Do we think we had enough awakening of people say, we can't play by the old rules anymore? I think there's been a degree of awakening, but we have a long way to go. Um, And again, as you point out, there there are numerous examples of this. George Soros himself is a great example. What is he spending money on? Well, he's spending money on collecting all the politically weaponized uh, district attorneys he can get. He's spending money on gobbling up uh, Spanish language radio. He's making very intelligent decisions in terms of weaponizing capital to political effect. And we don't see this kind of thinking, this high stakes play for keeps thinking on the right at the strategic level and at the money level. And we're paying the price for that, unfortunately. I think it, it's going to take a while to to play catch up here. It's like, you know, the game in Monopoly, when you're playing against someone, they buy up all the good properties yeah. and make the intelligent decisions. Cool. Then it's late in the game and you're wondering why you're getting so destroyed. It's, it's similar to that. Uh, so there's a lot of catching up to do. And I think it really amounts to allocating capital strategically 
and in a very high-stakes, high-leverage manner. Soros is actually a great model for this. Cortez, help me out here. We've got reporters on the southern border that say that they're primed to have 700,000 or a million uh, asylum seekers, illegal aliens, call them what you want, surge after Title 42, which is all because of, you know, you got Fauci's lies. You can't get a straight answer on anybody. The economy's imploding, and they look you in the eye and say everything's great. Where do, are we playing the are we playing the right game here, and do we have the right personnel to play it, sir? Well, we are certainly not playing the right game, and no, I would argue we have some of the personnel, but not enough. Uh, and to your point, it, it, it's important that we recognize this, that we right now we have been engaged. We need to change this, but we have been engaged basically in asymmetric political warfare. And what I mean by that is that the left plays for keeps and the right plays as gentlemen. It would be as if it were an actual street fight. And we on the right, on the populist nationalist right, say we're going to obey Marcus of Queensberry gentlemen's boxing rules. And then the leftists show up with a rusty shiv and stick it right in our belly. So let me get specific. How do we fight their way, okay, to, to achieve our aims to protect this country? When it comes to the border, 100%, we need to secure the border. But Steve, we need to go further than that. We need to say legal immigration is not working for this country. It's not working for the citizens of the United States who have now endured 25 consecutive months of crashing real wages under Joe Biden. Do those good citizens, the hardworking, salt of the earth laborers of America, do they need a flood of illegal immigrants plus a rush of legal immigrants who are coming here for work visas because the corporatist Democrats and Republicans both want that to happen? The answer is no. So my point is, let's play smash mouth and say, not only are we going to demand closing the border and enforcing the laws, but we need to go further than that. It is time for a moratorium. It is time for a timeout on legal immigration. And then the United States can decide if and when it makes sense for us to restart it with far, far better filters that fit the prerogatives and interests of working class Americans. That would be one important example of how we need to re reset our thinking and, and, and reframe the debate in many ways here. We need to learn from the left, quite frankly, not ideologically, not philosophically, but tactically. Also, I want to bring up uh, DOJ, the Tennessee Assembly. We're going to have some folks from Tennessee on there. They, they, the DOJ dropped a hammer last night. We haven't had a chance to fully develop it. Tell me about that. And then you've got DeSantis fighting the, 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 the corporate groomers at Disney. And now Nikki's kind of jumped into the fray. But give me the Tennessee situation first. Here, here, the, and they're trying to have a color revolution, Beatty. In, and we're going to have this woman on that wrote these pieces about it next week in Tennessee, in Montana, where we had these red states that are super MAGA. They're doing a color revolution right now. And Tennessee is number one. And that Tennessee legislation has been so great is in yeah. their gun sites. What did DOJ do last night, Brother Cortez? So, Steve, we have gangsters here in the Tennessee legislature, and I'm very proud to be a Tennessee resident, albeit a new one. And my adopted state uh, is, of course, deeply red. And unlike a lot of red states, we've got a legislature that means business. They showed that in the redistricting where they redrew the maps, picked up an additional GOP seat for the House Republicans in Washington, D.C., and they showed it recently in significant efforts to protect children. And Tennessee became the first state in the country where abortion, with some reasonable exceptions, but abortion was fully banned, where these ridiculous and abusive drag queen shows for children, child abuse, uh, were banned, and thirdly, where, where totally abusive chemical and surgical castration of children banned in the state of Tennessee, because the good people of Tennessee do not want any of those horrific practices to happen here 
and we insist on protecting children. And that is the democratic small d right of the people of Tennessee as expressed through, I think, the best legislature in America. Predictably, though, what is, and, you know, this gets back to my, my previous point about the left fighting for keeps. What is Biden doing? He's weaponizing the federal government, the DOJ, which has no, uh, no interest, no, 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 uh, no stake in this fight. And yet he's weaponizing them, knowing full well that there are many federal judges who unfortunately will intervene on behalf of the Biden regime, on behalf of blue states, and try to impose their will upon the volunteer states. So this is a, a crucial showdown. It's one that we should be having, by the way, in red states all over the country. And look, red state attorneys general need to get active, right? Need to you need to know how to litigate these suits appropriately and countersue, right? That's also critical. And make yeah. sure that they are regularly filing suit against Biden's DOJ. The, the, the volleys can't come one way, Steve. Big time. The strategy, by the way, is color revolution. There, folks should understand, if you're in a big red MAGA state, do not think that gives you safety if you have a great state legislature, even a governor. They're coming and they're rolling hard, rolling very hard. We're going to drill down on that a lot next week. We've got the world's expert, along with Raheem Kassam on Color Revolutions, Darren Beatty. Cortez, hang on. Uh, Burkwam, Anthony, hang on. We're going to get it all in somehow. I commit to you. Short commercial break. Back in more minute. Friends, it's hard to trust anything anymore. Our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. Are you prepared for things to get worse? Because true freedom comes from self-reliance. And that means having emergency food on hand. Invest your food foundation with three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. That's a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. These kits provide over 2,000 calories per day for energy during tough times. Get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. The food's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Order yours today and receive receive a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. Let me repeat that. You order today. You get a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. With this offer, you're securing food and purified water for the next crisis. Your three-month kit and free Alexa Pure Pro are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included. Don't let this emergency food offer from My Patriot Supply pass. Action today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your order in and your free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279. Stephen K. Bath. Okay, uh, does, uh, Steve, are you a supporter, because a lot of controversy, are you a supporter of what Governor DeSantis is doing uh, against Disney right now in the state of Florida and other corporations well, like that, sir? Right, 100%. And in fact, it is a model for what should be done across America, again, in other red states. Look, the good people of Florida through the legislature, through Ron DeSantis, they decided that it is totally inappropriate to indoctrinate young children in public schools with highly sexualized materials, many of which are deviant in nature. Any adult who wants to talk to somebody else's young child about sexual matters, 
uh, is somebody who is a groomer. Okay, that's the reality. And so Florida is protecting children. Disney, as the largest and most powerful uh, corporate force in the state of Florida, stood up and objected to that and defended essentially the groomers and defended this sexualized indoctrination of children. And Ron DeSantis powerfully fought back and said, we are going to use the power of the state to oppose and repel corporate cultural Marxism. Now, unfortunately, the establishment has almost completely come to the defense of Disney, including people who have an R after their name, including major presidential candidates, most explicitly Nikki Haley, the Wall Street Journal, uh, the list goes on and on. The corporate media is rushing and the, and the ruling class is rushing to defend Disney in this showdown, but instead Ron DeSantis is showing us the correct path forward. These corporations and these oligarchs are perhaps the most dangerous threat to liberty in America and to our constitution and in fact even our way of life. We must protect children, protect all of our rights against these, these corporate Marxists. Okay. Cortez, hang on, because I got a white. I, I'm gonna play chalk talk in a second. And I'm gonna come to Beatty in a moment to hear some of this. The, the fuzzy thinking, philosophical professor from Duke, Heidegger being in time response to that. But just, just hang on, Beatty. <laughs> hang on, hang on, my brother. I want to go to Michael Seifer. People talk about, hey, Steve, show me some solutions. Hey, I got a simple solution. Stop giving your money to people that hate you. The Bud Light thing is 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 falling off the cliff. There, you know, I saw some some pouring uh, things in, in like the tri-state area. I think it is where they drink a cold beer or two, particularly somewhere. Here, I think it off fifty percent. Uh, Seifert, you've come up with a response to this to stop giving money to people that hate you. What is that, sir? Well, Steve, we started an app and a website called Public Square, and you can find it at publicsq.com. And in reference to the Bud Light controversy, to show you how powerful our parallel economy is that we have built, it's the largest network in the country of America-first businesses that have refused to bow to the woke culture. The day after Bud Light went insane and prioritized transgender marketing while they called their base, their actual audience members, their actual consumers, they called them out of touch, they called them outdated, the day after Bud Light did that, we saw an 800% increase for searches for beer on our platform. People are tired of the woke nonsense. They're tired about being lectured about gender ideology when they're simply trying to purchase quality products. And in turn, they are unsubscribing to this corrupt oligarchy corporate woke nonsense, and they are subscribing to a new system that prioritizes the values that have made this country so special in the first place. So our app and our website is the largest directory and network of those types of businesses in the country, ones that will stand for your freedoms. They stand for rationality, truth. They refuse to indoctrinate the next generation, and uh, they refuse to cancel you in the process. So it's been an amazing journey. We launched nationwide 10 months ago, and every time another corporate entity in the United States goes woke, we have an ability through consumer consumer purchasing power to make those corporate entities go broke. Okay, I want to make sure everybody understands this. If I'm just a consumer, I can go and sign up. And if I'm an entrepreneur in business, I can go up and sign up. Give, give Take a minute and give both things what people got to do. I want people to go to the site. If you're a consumer, you can head to publicsq.com, sign up for free, and you can browse tens of thousands of businesses from around the country, different industries, that you know with a blessed assurance support what you support. You're not funding your opposition. If you're a business, you can head to publicsq.com, sign up for free, click add your business for free, and you can get started. We have thousands of consumer members joining every single day, hundreds of new business vendors joining every day, it. and the movement is growing because of patriotic Americans. 
Because in Seaford, you came from the belly of the beast and you knew how to set this up. That's why you're a hero and a patriot. One more time, where do people go, Seaford? Head to publicsq.com. We'd love it if you join the movement. We are the parallel economy that people have been waiting for, and uh, we're excited to see it growing every single day. Stop giving your money to people that hate you, hate your values, hate what you stand for, hate what your life is about. Go check this out. Give it a shot. Michael Seifert, honored to have you on here, brother. Thanks for taking the time. Steve, thank you. Okay, I'm going to let Beatty respond here, as long as you don't give me any libertarian. You say, Beatty's a recovering libertarian. I've had many years of work on my brother here. So <laughs> give, give me your response to Cortez. Well, just fact check. I've never been a libertarian, but okay. Um, but on Disney, critical points here. First of all, high stakes, play for keeps thinking. Revolver News, a long time ago, we ran a very interesting piece by a lawyer who said the way to go after Disney is to go after copyright law. They have so many special dispensations in copyright law, and um, that would be a very critical way to get after them. They're, they're making so much money when they shouldn't, and it's a critical leverage point that I don't think has been fully exploited. Secondly, DeSantis going after Disney, it's just a little taste of the possibilities and reinforces yes. how unfortunate it is that he wants to step outside of Florida where he's actually doing a lot of good Amen. into a presidential arena where he's going to get destroyed and ruin all of his political capital. The long-term strategic vision here is very important. People always ask, what can we do to actually win? Well, there's no easy, people want an easy answer. There's no easy answer. There's a long-term strategic vision. And I strongly believe that involves consolidating intergenerational state power, combining states that can use the leverage of the power of the purse in order to do wow. things that translate into national power. We don't have the federal bureaucracies. Unfortunately, I love this idea. our enemies control the federal bureaucracies. The only way that we can get back into the game is by consolidating power at the state level, big important okay. states, Florida, Texas, and so forth, pooling those resources and ruthlessly using the power of the purse in order to play at the national idea. level. That is the long-term strategic I, I want to have you back on and go through that in depth. I want to take like an hour. That is a solution right there. And people, I've been talking behind the scenes of people who have been putting this idea up. And, and the operant word there is ruthless. Yep. You use the own state bureaucracies to go back after these guys. Um, okay, uh, here's what I want to do. Let's go to Anthony Aguero. I want to go to Anthony and Ben and wrap that up on, on because I think I get to Cortez. His head will be blown up. Is Anthony still up? Give me the U.S. side. No, okay, fine. We'll, go, we'll get to yeah, Anthony. Ben. Okay, I get Ben Burke on. Ben, you're on the Mexican side. I'll, I'll get to Anthony maybe in the afternoon. Well, the afternoon show we can't. We're doing a special. We'll tell you about it in a moment. But Ben... Uh, are people in the country prepared for what's about that? You've been at the Darien Gap all the way up. Are the people in our country that don't watch War Room, are they prepared for what's about to hit, sir? No, most people have no clue what's happening. That's partly why we're doing that special tomorrow in Austin. How many more? Uh, we're going to be at the Austin State Capitol demanding that they declare an invasion, that the states actually step up and do and stop this. But they have no clue. And the sad thing is you have all these people here that are that have basically been lied to by Joe Biden. I was just interviewing one of them. I'm going to be talking to them in a minute. This whole area here, when I showed up, there were multiple people crossing. This area is one of the places they're crossing. I witnessed about 40 people cross. But ironically, right as we showed up, you can see the guys behind me here. This is Mexico. 
Mexican immigration officials. Uh, they got the word from Mayorkas and Biden to make it look like they're doing something to stop this. They have America has no clue what's coming. And the sad reality is most of the people that are uh, escaping communism to get to America don't realize that's what they want to make America. And it's just like everything else. In order to get that communist, socialist, utopian vision that they have for our country, they have to destroy it. They have to destroy our economy. Uh, they have to destroy our borders. They have to destroy our education system. It's all tied together, and they have no clue, Steve. Uh, ben, tell us about the special tomorrow. You're going to be down with Chip Roy, had, uh, Congressman Roy, last night. Give us where do people go? How do they get to your content uh, with you, Anthony, the whole team? And how do they get to uh, watch what's happening in Austin tomorrow? Special live coverage, Real America's Voice News from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. You guys will have to tune in there. We're going to have all those guys you mentioned, Chip Roy, uh, many more, an, a, an awesome lineup of folks at the Texas State Capitol. And it'll be myself, uh, Anthony Aguero, and then uh, the RAV team that will be covering that, again, from 2 to 5 p.m. tomorrow. Make sure you download the app, americasvoice.news, get all the information there. Okay. And then you can follow the rest of our reporting on Anthony Aguero uh, and then on my social media, at Ben Burkwam and FrontlineAmerica.com. Tell Anthony we'll try to get him on the morning show tomorrow. By the way, amazing coverage, uh, Ben. And this, you got Lara Logan's going to speak tomorrow. Chip Roy, it's an all-star cast. Yep, Real America's Logan. voice is going to be there. Absolutely, Ben Burkwam. Ben, thank you very much. Thank you, and all the specials you're doing on your show, uh, Law and Border, is just incredible. So thank you for being on here, brother. Cortez. They they brag about the regime brags about how they're going to bring down inflation by breaking the working class, African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, right. low skilled labor by flooding the zone. They brag about it. They, they, right. they, they say this is our program. This is what we're going to do. Is the country ready for what's about to hit them after Title 42 gets uh, lifted by the courts in the next week or so, sir? No, the country is certainly not ready because the country is already in a terrible and precarious place, a crisis economically. And that's not my opinion. That's what the American people tell us. We showed yesterday the latest Fox News poll where 70 percent of the American people say that the economy is getting worse for their family. Wall Street Journal polls show that 78 percent of Americans believe. So that's the micro right now. Looking macro, 78 percent of the American people believe that their children will not be better off than they are. That is the worst by far, the worst reading in that survey, which goes back many decades. So we're in a place already of incredible economic anxiety because of the created crises, plural, of Joe Biden. When you throw on top of that crisis an absolute flood, of trespassing, of breaking and entering into the United States, of people who are coming here largely to compete illegally and unjustly in the labor market, further depressing the wages of American citizens, many of whom happen to be black and brown Americans. Uh, those are the conditions, unfortunately, for an even deeper crisis. You know, I would also add, it's so good that you have Ben Burkwam there and that he shows those visuals to the American people because the left wants us to believe that there's something compassionate or merciful about an open border. It's the exact opposite. Uh, our border region has become a zone of misery and lawlessness and human abuse by the Mexican cartels. And by the way, those cartels, they're the Western Hemisphere's version of ISIS. They are some of the most monstrous organizations on the planet, and they have become exponentially wealthier and more powerful because of Joe Biden's policies, because these people don't cross without their permission and without paying the toll to the cartels. Billions and billions of dollars of new revenue is flowing into these cartels. So not only is it terrible for American economic and national security to have an open border, it's also terrible for Mexico and countries south who we are totally destabilizing through this recklessness. 
Okay, let me see this. I got a new chalk talk from you. It's unbelievable. Let's play it. Patriots, Biden's economic crisis inflicts particular pain on working class Americans. But the sad reality is that working class Americans, middle America economically, has been suffering for decades as the credentialed ruling class takes an ever greater share of national income and national wealth at the expense of labor. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk. Percentage of total household income going back a half century. 50 years ago, middle income Americans got almost two thirds of all household income, has slid all the way to only 42%. At the same time, upper income Americans have gone from under a third to half of all household income in the United States. If you want to join me in fighting for populist, nationalist economic principles for that agenda, consider joining the League of American Workers, my new organization for information. Go to amworkers.com. That is amworkers.com. Uh, Steve, give us, uh, I tell you, I want to hold you to the break. I, if we're going to uh, carve out a couple of minutes on the other side. I want to, this is a big deal, and I want to make sure that we get everybody with the program. Darren Beatty, Steve Cortez, I think we may track down Mike Lindell. We're lit today. Back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down. Stephen K. Bannon here with a warning. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? What if the title to your home, the legal document that proves you actually own it, is in some criminal's name? That's home title theft, and it's a total and complete nightmare. Home titles are online now. Once a criminal forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or worse, sells your home. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? My partners at Home Title Lock demonstrate how criminals get you in minutes. They found the title to my home online and forged my signature stating I sold my home. Some criminal was now the owner. Home Title Lock helps shut it down. That's what they do better than anyone on this planet. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over your title to your home? Find out free with a sign up and get 30 days. Let me repeat that. 30 days of free protection when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this today. Take action, action, action. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, we're going to be we're up on Getter all the time. We're going to be on this weekend. All of our top contributors are on Getter. It's totally free. It's idiot proof because I can use it. That means you'll be able to use it. Uh, so make sure you, you you get there. Cortez, this is a big announcement. I want to make sure early next week we do it justice. But tell people over the real quickly. What are you doing, and where do they go to get up to speed over the weekend? Then we'll have you back here Monday or Tuesday to go into more depth. 
You bet. Thanks, Steve. Well, you know, listen, uh, two calamities, East Palestine, Ohio, and the Silicon Valley bank crisis, that collapse. Both of them convinced me, Steve, that there's no consequential organization standing up for working people. The unions claim to do it, but they're all about corruption and leftist ideology. The Democratic Party has sold out to the corporatist globalists. So I am starting the League of American Workers to advocate for American workers. I lay out in detail in my new article exactly what I plan to do in that regard. Media, research, advocacy. Uh, you can sign up for the emails. And if you're so moved, please support us economically. Amworkers.com. Amworkers.com. This will be the organization to actually advocate for the populist right pro workers agenda. How do people get to your subsite? This is amazing, brother. I've to told you you should have done this a long time ago, but I'm great you're doing it now. You're the guy that could be the spokesman for this. Where Thank do people you. go to get your Substack? And Substack is stevecortez.substack.com. And my new Substack is about this new organization, amworkers.com. Appreciate it, Steve. Thank you. Thank you, brother. By the way, I want everybody to get a chance to go to 45books.com. And then you put in the promo code War Room. This amazing publication by President Trump's book company about the letters to Trump absolutely has blown me away. I've spent a couple of days going through this. This afternoon at 5 o'clock, everybody tune into the 5 o'clock show. We're going to have a very special guest on to talk about this book. This is really the great and the good of the late 20th century and early 21st century like you've never seen before. These are letters that were written to President Trump, and he gives some commentary, which is – and it's everybody. You can't imagine the, the from, from entertainment to society to politics – to culture, uh, to religious figures. It's absolutely incredible. Only in the voice of Donald J. Trump, the letters written to him, and then some of the responses he gave, but also some commentary analysis and observations. It really gets down to who the, tr who the man is of Donald Trump and the great and the good of our country and throughout the world. So make sure you go check it out, 45books.com. You got War Room. You get free shipping with that special one-time deal for the War Room Posse. Make sure you go check it out. Five o'clock today, We'll go into great depth as we also keep you up on the news of the day uh, with everything that's going on. So you'll be uh, quite, I think, happily surprised. Be fun. We're going to have a fun time. Um, BD, I'm going to get back to you in a second. I loved your idea. I want you to develop that. you got to come back on here that, that putting together these states in blocks is one of the way we take – look, the whole thing is the war with the administrative state. Tucker says it's number one. The president, Trump, says it's number one. You're one of the big advocates. I'm a deconstruct the administrative state, take on the deep state, because I think it's controlled by the CCP. But I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say, let's take that first, and we'll get the CCP as we get going on it in this Third World War. Let me play. I've got uh, from a great patriot. It's been out for a couple of days. Let me play the, let's play the clip from uh, he tangled with Cuomo. It's like the old days back on CNN. Let's hear, let's see Mike Lindell uh, and uh, what happened last night. So, Mr. Lindell, thank you for taking the opportunity. And first, uh, personal reaction to Tucker Carlson being no more. Well, if uh, I'll take the, can I, I need to answer that in two ways. One is the CEO of My Pillow, and one is me personally. Me personally, I think it's a great thing for our country because now he can finally speak out the truth where Fox had restrictions on what he could actually say. And I hope he comes over to my platform. Okay, wow. Uh, Mike Lindell, we don't have enough time to play the entire piece, but it got a little, uh, it got a little uh, hectic last night. Tell me about Cuomo 
and uh, and particularly, most importantly, about the Electron Election Crimes Bureau, which everybody on the left is going nuts about. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually a very interesting uh, uh, piece with Como, and I thought he actually uh, he let me talk, and that was uh, it was pretty amazing. I, he let me talk. I got to talk about um, the uh, getting rid of the electronic voting machines, paper ballots, hand counted. I got to talk about how my pillow. Uh, he wanted, He goes, well, are you going to cancel Fox now? And I said, I said, no, my pillow is separate. Well, 1,500 employees rely on that. We've been canceled by all the box stores. If I had to take them off every platform I didn't like, you'd have CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. Where do you stop? And uh, we have to be able to uh, uh, get the word out about our great product somewhere. And um, the Election Crime Bureau, we... Uh, um, I was actually able to bring up to him that evidence has been up on Lindell TV and Frank's speech uh, for quite a while now. And uh, um, so we had a really good back and forth conversation. And and I think it was uh, the the, the uh, public out there and even everyone's going, well, Mike, you need to uh, pull your ads off of Fox. And I'm going, no, I didn't pull my ads off of CNN and MSNBC when they badmouthed me directly. And uh, so my employees rely on on um on tv and podcasts and everything else right now and uh so i'm gonna we're gonna keep advertising tell me, tell, and uh support their families we, we got we got about a minute tell, tell me about the products tell me how we're doing and keeping the production lines going yeah uh, you guys are keeping her going the war room posse using that promo code war room go to mypillow.com get the my pillow 2.0 a buy one get one free we also have the um the My Mattress Stopper 2.0, turn any bed into the best bed ever. And you guys, we still have some of the slippers left for $25 a pair. We're closing them out to make room for our production. And we just, you just, you've been talking about USA um, um, employees. And uh, this is what my pillow is all about. And I, we're like a big family and you guys can support us by, uh, by buying our great products. So use promo code WARROOM, mypillow.com. Thank you all, Steve. And it's been uh it's been a quite quite a couple of weeks, as everybody has seen out there within the news. We've got a lot to we've got a lot to talk about with you next week because a lot of things have been going on in your life and with the company. And we'll spend more time to do it. Mike Lindell, your patron and hero. Thank you for joining us. Yep, thanks for having me on. BD, how do people get to you in Revolver? We got about thirty seconds. Revolver News. We're white hot. Cancel your Fox Nation subscription, go to Revolver, support the work that gives the deep state and all of these corrupt scumbags headache after headache after headache. Revolver's the best. Go to it. It's like an experience like nothing else. Sophisticated and on point. Charlie Kirk, I think, is in Naples, Florida. Charlie Kirk's live day. We're going to be in a big at 5 o'clock. Be back here 5 o'clock. You will always remember it. See you at 5 p.m. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. 
Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.